Welcome to the Australian Property Investment Podcast with your host, Aaron Christie-David. Each episode, we ask an expert to share their key insights for aspiring investors to make confident property choices. G'day and welcome to another episode of the Australian Property Investment Podcast, all about helping you make better property choices. I'm Aaron Christie-David. Founder of Atelier Wealth, a mortgage broking business specialising in helping property investors. Join us each week as we speak to leading experts in their field to ask them the three most common questions that investors ask us. Today we're really lucky to have Tuan uh, from Duo Tax join us in the studio, mate. G'day, how you doing? Good, thanks. Good, thanks, uh, Aaron. Uh, thanks for having us today. Um, yeah, so it'll be really good to have some, uh, share some insights on tax depreciation. No dramas at all, mate. Twan, you, you founded Duo Tax Quantity Surveyor, so you're a tax depreciation specialist, mate. So we'll go a little bit deeper into that. But a bit of background, uh, mate, you come highly regarded. You're, you you took out uh, Parramatta's Business Person of the Year in 2018, which is uh, made a great accolade. Congratulations. I appreciate that. I, I think it's, uh, it's a testament to the team that uh, supports us here at Duotax um, as we specialise in just the one servicing product, being Beautiful. tax depreciation. This is a real opportunity to um, really accelerate it. Beautiful, mate. We'll talk all things uh, depreciation schedules in a minute. I just want to make a note that anything we do discuss is of a general nature and doesn't constitute financial advice. So if you do want to reach out and have a chat about your financial situation, our details are hello at atelierwealth.com.au and we'll also include your details to one in the show notes as well, mate. But let's kick off and let's really start with, mate, the big question, which is what is a depreciation schedule, mate, for, and what does an investor need to know about it? Yeah, great question. And uh, I think that's the most common question I get from a yeah. first-time investor, uh, even referred by someone such as yourself or even an accountant. Um, so the question being, what is a depreciation schedule? Ultimately, uh, when you've got a rental property that you've purchased uh, as an Australian taxpayer, you are entitled to claim tax deductions uh, on losses to the property. That might include, obviously, your property management fees, yep. um, any interest that you pay on the loan, um, you know, you might have your pest and building inspection or your, your regular, um, yearly routine inspections. Yep. They're losses to the property. So they are tax deductible. On the other note is, uh, depreciation. So your building does incur depreciation from year to year. Um, and as part of that, uh, the ATO recognizes that that is a loss and you are entitled to claim that as a tax deduction. So in order to claim the depreciation as a tax deduction, you need to organize uh, a quantity surveyor such as ourselves to prepare yep. this tax depreciation report. And ultimately, that is an ATO-compliant document uh, that we prepare to provide you with uh, tax deductions year on year for as long as you hold that property. Excellent, man. And so, as I'm an investor, you're an investor. When does when does someone engage yourself and your teammate? That's a, that's a great question. Yeah. So we, we we obviously, as quantity surveyors, are registered with the Australian Institute of Quantity Surveyors, um, and ultimately, in a quantity surveyor. Uh, is providing, uh, you know, as as uh, as uh, professionals, we estimate the cost of construction and the the right up, the right time to prepare a depreciation schedule is when you first buy the investment property. Yeah, duly because it's usually vacant in that period, um, and if so, that would be the best time to get us out. Lovely. Or during the time that you're preparing your tax returns, um, you are because the reports are prepared retrospectively. Um, so if you do get these reports one or two years late, which is, uh, I think, an abundance of clients, yeah. um, it is not a, 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 a serious issue because we are able to backdate the reports from the date you settle on the property or when you first start renting the property. 
Um, but it is wise to note that we can only amend two years worth of tax returns as an individual taxpayer, right. or four years as a uh, as a um, as a, uh, a company. So right. you, those those are the deadlines, and and that is two years from the date of notice of assessment being released. Okay. Yeah. So good to know it's it's never too late. As an investor, generally ne- never too late. Um, better sooner than later. Yeah. Um, as as there is a two year deadline, but um, you know, if you are sort of a few years late, late into it, um, it's always worthwhile to ask the question to us. Um, provide us with a rental property address. Okay. And we'll tell you exactly what sort of deductions you're entitled to claim, um, and what sort of legislations you fall under. Perfect. Uh, claim. And so, what happens? Uh, what happens in those two years if I've done some work to the property? Let's say I've you know renovated the bathroom or the kitchen, done some work to the flooring. Yeah. What do you do in that situation? So, uh, with a with a renovation, if you've recently done a renovation, um, you either can capitalize those costs into a spreadsheet and provide it to a quantity surveyor or even an accountant if you write the costs from you know to the dollars and cents, including GST and what and whatnot. However, where you've completed the construction and say you've done project manage the whole building yourself or the renovation yourself, you've got hundreds of receipts, that you can provide a total sum to the quantity surveyor and we can help you work out the depreciation backwards. So we might say, you know, your oven is worth X dollars amount um, and put that into a depreciation schedule rather than putting all the receipts to an accountant. Right. We can work out um, working backwards through an inspection um, and work out the, the depreciation schedule from there as well. Perfect. So is that a scrapping schedule? Because that, that work is You can also with a renovated property. Uh, the scrapping schedule will help. So if you've done, say, for example, you've got a property that's still depreciable till today, you then prepare, um, you've, you've renovated the property. We can actually prepare a scrapping schedule um, to scrap all the items that you remove from the property prior to the to, to renovating it. So, for example, you've got a property that's worth, say, $50,000 in depreciable value as of today, and you decided to scrap that 50000 to rebuild the house to a $200,000 luxury home. Yep. You were then entitled to scrap that $50,000 if you've done a complete knockdown and okay. then prepare a new depreciation schedule to claim the depreciation on the building that's uh, that's just been erected, and that will be depreciable over 40 years, where there's a scrap. Uh, the fifty thousand dollars will be written off immediately. Okay. It's also worth noting that on the twenty eighteen GST Act, GST Act has been amended, and if you've got a recently renovated property, you are entitled to claim depreciation on the renovated property as as uh, brand new. So, the ruling with the ATO recently on the 9th of May two thousand eight uh, two thousand seventeen uh, is that if you purchase a secondhand property um, and yeah. the property contains secondhand plant equipment and such yeah. as uh, your ovens and range wood and cooktop and uh, stove and whatnot, you are not entitled to claim depreciation on secondhand equipment. Okay. Now, if you decide to buy that, uh, you decide to buy that property as a recently renovated property that's substantially renovated. And that is the term ATO uses it. Can actually claim uh, that secondhand good, even though you purchased it from someone who's recently renovating it substantially, as a brand new asset. So they have made some exemptions and they have understood that, you know, you are paying a premium for these recently renovated properties and so are entitled to claim depreciation. Great, which is one of the big questions that we get from recent investors going, there's a lot of legislation changes. Naturally, your business is right on top of this, mate, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, correct. Yeah, and we, we, given that we specialize in just tax depreciation work, it's, uh, it's within our, our, our scope to, to know the, the legislation inside out so we can provide the maximum depreciation possible and help investors, everyday investors, uh, mum and dads, uh, yeah. for example, get the most of their cash flow out of tax deductions. Yeah. Beautiful, mate. Thanks very much. Um, we're seeing a lot of investors start to move to diversify 
rather than straight residential. Yeah. Commercial has become quite popular as well. How does how does your your services work in terms of you know, looking at commercial um, properties? Obviously, with that legislation we just spoke about in the 9th of May 2017 legislation, um, it doesn't affect commercial property investors, whether right. it's an individual company or even a family trust that are buying property yeah. or self-managed super fund on the other hand. Um, the legislation only affects residential property investors, whether it's an individual or SMSF. If you buy a, company, uh, comp- uh, buy a property in a company, it is exempt from that uh, 9th of May 2017 second-hand mm. depreciation of planned equipment. However, when you're going to buy uh, company assets uh, or company, uh, sorry, uh, when you're buying commercial property, uh, only company, uh, any sort of investor who buys in, uh, in a in a uh, commercial property is exempt from the ruling. Mm. So you can claim all secondhand plant equipment. And very importantly, uh, as most uh, myself, for example, we've bought a, uh, a commercial property. Yep. I've decided to scrap the property with all the fit out and redo and redo the um, redo the, the fit out. Yep. We can claim a huge scrap on that existing fit out and then claim depreciation on the new fit out. So that's Lovely. that's a really big bonus for um, property investors. Given uh, uh, commercial properties are usually bought in different entities to mm. the companies that actually run these uh, run out of these entities, we can claim both ends where the SMSF might buy a property, yeah, uh, a commercial property, claim uh, the scrap on the on the on the fit out, and then the company will claim the depreciation on their new fit out. Okay. So that's a very common occurrence as well. So Man, when I speak to new investors about you know, how they got the depreciation schedule organised. Um, sometimes they're, they're not sure um, yeah. if they have or not. And I often say that you guys are a bit like the unsung hero of the property team. You've got your buyer's agent, yeah. you've got your mortgage broker, uh, you've got your solicitor or your conveyancer, for example, uh, your property manager. But you guys sit a little bit behind the scenes because you kind of work closely with, say, the buyer's agent or, or the accountant, for example. Mm-hmm. So if someone's not sure, that you know, should definitely reach out you know, to someone like yourselves and, and have a chat because I think investors really are leaving money on the table because they only really get conditioned to think that the depreciation can come of brand new properties, right? I mean, you guys have probably you know, come across that kind of that, that line of thinking regularly. Certainly, and and to be to be to be tr- truthful with that is uh, most accountants that even refer being experts in the tax field, they're usually under the same assumption that brand new properties can be claimed. It's mm-hmm. not until we we sort of get uh, comfortable with working with an accountant over the first year or two that they understand the reg- legislation through advising clients uh, to refer to us yeah. um, that they can then see the full picture that uh, not, not there's multiple types of property that, that are available for depreciation and that being that um, most properties that are second hand yes they might be a little bit older um, but the rule with ATO is under division 43 capital work deductions in which we are trying to claim uh, you know uh, anything in terms of building costs which might be the you know the slab framework roofing structure plasterboard uh, joinery all those make up about 80 to 90% of the construction costs to a property, uh, yeah. balance being plain equipment, of course. Um, now, the rule with the, the building depreciation is that it has to be built after 1987. So yeah. uh, 15th of September 1987 is the cutoff. So if your build, building is built between 87 till today, yeah. you're entitled to claim depreciation for 40 years. So if you bought a property that's built in 1990, you can claim depreciation to 2030. So that's Excellent. another 13, 12, uh, 11 to 12 years uh, in the balance that you can still claim if you've bought a property in the last year or two. So that's a oh. really good bonus for them. Uh, and also a big pick up that I've, I've noticed a trend is that people buy a property that um, are generally renovated mm. and they might not be able to spot it. So they've bought a property that might be built in the 80s or late 80s um, and yep. it might not be 
you know, depreciable um, under legislation of Division 43. Um, but um, they go to the property, we do an assessment using IP data, so all they do is give us a call, the accountant will refer us on, we ask them for their address, we put it into IP data, which is a real estate software. Yep. That gives us the latest photos uh, that are available. We then make an assessment to see if it's depreciable. Uh, we notice there's multiple number of um, times that it's been renovated. We can itemize when the property was renovated, say back in five, you know, five or ten years ago. They created a depreciation schedule from those different periods of um, renovation, and that might add value in two three thousand dollars per annum mm. in tax deductions. And to an investor, uh, you know, a thousand or two thousand dollars cash flow per year, yeah. or two hundred dollars per week per per month, is a great uh, amount of refund uh, that they can work with, and that only helps them boost their cash flow on top of all the other deductions and. You know, reinforcing the fact that depreciation is a non-cash deduction. Yeah. Uh, which is really critical where, you know, you are paying for something, uh, you know, you're paying for a report, but ultimately, uh, you're not really paying for anything to claim a tax deduction in, in which, you know, uh, you know, uh, any interest on, a, on, on your repayments for a property, any pro, um, property management fees. Yeah. They're all cash deductions where you have to fork out a fee in order to get a deduction, whereas Correct. depreciation is only an on-paper loss where a quantity surveyor will produce the amount of depreciation you are losing, but ultimately you don't physically have to pay for it if you're not paying for the building uh, yeah, up front. So it's a, it's a small cost to incur, but the reward on that, the upside is, is huge right. because it's an ongoing report that can... That's correct, and and I, I think uh, it's critical to know that uh, it is one upfront fee. Yeah, the report is an, a forty-year report. Beautiful, up to a forty-year report. So you only produce the report once. Yeah, it's re- retrospective, and it's also forecasted for the entire life of the building. So you obtain it once, use it for the entire period. Excellent. So if you're a new investor and you haven't had a depreciation schedule done, reach out to yourself. If you're unsure, have a chat to your accountant as well. Um, I'm sitting here and you've been rattling off dates, legislation. <laughs> um, so, I mean, it's the amount of knowledge that you've got in your head, mate. It's, um, yeah. it's invaluable for an investor. So, uh, and we're really lucky to be able to share just a little bit of kind of what, what swims around in your head, mate. So, thank you so much for your time, Twan, uh, for your insights. Um, as I've said to anyone, if you found this uh, episode helpful, uh, leave us a review, give us your feedback. We'd love if you shared it with your friends and family. Twan, on behalf of the team, mate, thank you very much for coming into the studio. Uh, until next time, have a good one. Thanks. Thanks.